0: people have just run themselves into the ground. They're trying to be so many different people in one day to so many others. And then they're trying to do the best for their children by bringing them to every activity, let them experience every single thing there is. And at the end of the week, there's nothing left. The tank is empty and they are absolutely exhausted, but they're pissed off, they're frustrated, and underneath, they're kind of probably a little bit angry people are actually damn angry because really and truly there's so many things they want to do for themselves but they just haven't got the time they haven't got even the money perhaps some people and but mainly it's around the time and the amount of stuff that they're giving to their work and to their families
1: just a little taster of what is coming up on the show but first please do like this video and subscribe to the channel and also tell your friends and family about this podcast. Please let us know in the comments if you would like to hear any particular topic in relation to sleep or health, and I will create a show especially for you just for asking the question. So let's get on with the show. Welcome, everybody, back to the Empowering Family Health Podcast. Today on the show, I'm really delighted to have an exceptional lady, Joe Flood. And before I bring Joe Flood in, let me introduce this amazing lady who is going to help you change your personal and your business life, really give you a fulfilling and meaningful life overall. So, Joe is a business growth and mindset coach, she's a life coach and a certified. Canfield Success Principles Trainer, Jo, you're very welcome to the podcast. Oh, thank you so much, Joanne. What a lovely introduction! Woo, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> I know, isn't it great that acknowledgement and like what' me she's talking about? You know, you've done a lot in your life, Jo, and you've really mm-hmm. accomplished a lot, and it's really important, isn't it? That's one of our mm-hmm. uh, success principles I suppose you know really acknowledging yourself you know 100% yeah and I think it's something
0: that a lot of people struggle with it's you know what do I love about myself it's one of the questions actually that I um, ask my clients to go off and have a little think about Uh, what do you love about yourself what do you do really well because we forget to acknowledge all the greatness that we have within us
1: yeah the great things we're doing every day and another one I love to ask is do you love yourself yeah People mm. get a bit stumbled on that one, you know, and it's really interesting to watch the reaction, you know. Mm. But um, So we're gonna talk a lot about success principles and, you know, these these are tools that everybody actually has, but I suppose it's just a matter of recognizing them and applying them to your life. So we're gonna go through a few of them today. I don't know if yes. we have time to go through them all, but we'll yeah. certainly go through a few of them. But, but before we dive in, um, Joe. I'm really interested about this whole success, this word success. What what does
0: success mean to you? Success for me personally is when I wake up every morning and I feel good. I feel life is a success for me. It's as simple as that. I use something called my emotional guidance system to tell me how I'm doing. So it's something that I learned about 10 years ago on a coaching program and I've used it ever since. It's pinned up on my wall in the office. It's pinned in my room. It's It's everywhere. So I can decide. So if I'm feeling overwhelmed, which of course I'm going to some days, I know that maybe that's not the day when I want to try and be creative. It's not going to happen if I'm totally overwhelmed. So what can I do? Well, first of all, take a nice deep breath and acknowledge the fact I feel overwhelmed and just... Sit with that. Go with the feeling. Maybe that's the day that you have to say, frick it, I can't do any work today. I'm going off for my nice walk. I'm going to meet a friend for a coffee. Maybe I need to talk to somebody and just get over that feeling and start getting yourself to feel in that lovely place of joy, of peace, inner peace. You know, that nice, soft feeling of ease and flow. That's where I try and spend my time. In I love it I love it
1: Joe and you know I, I, I'm always interested and curious what people say about success you know what it means because it's very personal I suppose and it's just different meanings for everybody and I guess a lot of the time people consider success as having a lot of money or having everything that they want and need. But when yeah. you have all that, what's next? You know, well, actually,
0: yeah, Joanne, it's very interesting that you should say that, actually, because um, my story, my previous life, uh, away from where I am now, I had my own business. And my measurement of success was how much money I had in the bank. I the holidays I could go on, the car I had, all that stuff meant so much to me. But I worked myself into complete burnout over 17 years, of being like an absolute uh, on the treadmill, and I just couldn't get off. And I didn't even know I was on there until I had sold the business. And two years later, I realized, holy Jesus, you know, it took me two years to recover from all of that time of just go, 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 go work in 80, 90 hours weeks, Because my values were this success equaled the money, the status, all that stuff. Which was, you know, when I look back, I laugh. But it means I think you need to go there to recognize what it's like. And then you find your way back through a yeah. wonderful journey of finding success principles.
1: Yes. Yeah. There's so much in that that you said, Joe. I could relate to an awful lot of that. And, you know, uh, burnout, you mentioned burnout, and a lot of people are experiencing that. I'm burning the candle on both ends. Mm-hmm. And me as a sleep success coach, you know uh, people ask me how can I sleep better and you know what it's not about the process of sleep at nighttime. it's what we're doing during the daytime and we're on the go 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 mm-hmm. and you know nine to five and even in the evenings yeah. we're still working late in the evenings, yeah. especially the entrepreneurs and you know we were never designed that way and mm-hmm. there's a lot of people and then there's stress and worry and concerns on top of that in the last couple of years what's going on so it's no wonder that we're burning the candle on both ends so um yeah so i really i really can see um joe and and there's a couple of uh, things that you mentioned in there as well you know that uh, i really want to dive into um tell us joe um you help women struggle with uh, lack of confidence and the self-limiting beliefs, the uh, uh, time management is a big one we all have, right? We're so distracted, we're busy. I, ha- I actually hate that word, busy, because it sounds chaotic and we're just go, 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 back to that yeah. go, go, go. Boundaries is another big one. So can you talk to us about the type of people that
0: you come across in your business and the struggles that they're dealing with? Okay, so I suppose mostly I work with women Probably women who are around the 40 mark or maybe 40 plus, maybe 30 plus around that. A few good men thrown in there as well. And the biggest (laughs) struggles I think today that I find that people have just run themselves into the ground. They're trying to be so many different people in one day to so many others. They're They're trying to be a mother, they're trying to be, you know, an employee or an entrepreneur or all of these things. And then they're trying to do the best for their children by bringing them to every activity. Let them experience every single thing there is. And at the end of the week, there's nothing left. The tank is empty and they are absolutely exhausted. But they're pissed off, they're frustrated. And underneath, they're kind of probably a little bit angry. When I get kind of on. you know take away all the layers I find that people are actually damn angry because really and truly there's so many things they want to do for themselves but they just haven't got the time they haven't got even the money perhaps some people and but mainly it's around the time and the amount of stuff that they're giving to their work and to their families. That's a really um, important
1: area Joe. and you know there I think everybody at some stage has fallen into that. And even when we're successful and we're all success, we can come off that track again. It's the ebb and flow of life. And uh, let's dive into that because that's a really big area. And, you know, we talk about, um, you know, given we give too much to other people and we leave ourselves, And the mothers, I'm a mother, Always guilty of that, leaving ourselves last and putting everybody else before us. And you know, it's really important to we talk about self-love, and you know, we we asked earlier on, you know, do you love yourself? And that is really important to start with yourself and filling your cup up first because how can you give? And this is the quickest way to burn out, isn't it? Yeah. I
0: I think I suppose if I were to look at all of the things you've just said, and if I were to say, What's the first step? The first step is the hardest one. And it's the the number one success principle. Yes. And it's a beautiful equation. And it goes like this. E plus or equals O. Okay. So E is the event. Okay. Plus your response to the event equals the outcome. So I'm going to give you some examples. So there are certain events that we have no control over. For example, the pandemic, it came. We have no control. But we can control our response to it. Perfect. We can go into panic, we can feel anxiety, anxious, stressed, overwhelmed, all those things, over something we've no control over. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But the outcome, if we react that way, is that we will be exhausted, we'll be worried, we probably won't be very creative, we won't be able to focus on what we ought to be focusing on. Yes. And we're concerning ourselves with something we don't have control over.
1: Yes. yes. So let's
0: say then we were to take something like our finances, for example. So the event is that um we've got a certain amount of money that you know we have for the month and they, our response to that is the day we get paid we decide to splash out on something that really and truly we cannot afford the outcome is at the end of the month you are not going to have enough money to pay for whatever it is that you need to pay for and you probably put it on your credit card and you'll create some debt for yourself let yeah. me give you another example the event is that you have decided it's now February and you probably decided this on the first day of January. The new me. I am turning everything around. I'm going to change. I want to lose a stone. I want to, you know, maybe run a marathon. I don't know, whatever. So the event is that you have decided that you're going to do this. Your response is on the second week of January, you fall off the wagon and then you say, it, and everything goes out the window. And the outcome is that you feel absolutely really distressed, annoyed, anger at yourself and a whole ton of other things. So this success principle is where everything begins because what I do with every single person I work with is you need to get this right in your head. You pin it up everywhere in your house. E plus or equals O. Nobody no, just, really knows what it is. If you don't want to share it, you don't have to. But I ask people to take 5% more responsibility for the outcomes in their life. Just five, not a hundred. A hundred's hard. Yes. It's hard, but five percent. So for example, let's go to the finance we talked about. So let's say that you're struggling and you need to have a certain amount of money at the end of the month. And you can take five percent more responsibility by cutting out something that you're doing that would save you that 30 euros, the 50 euros, the 100 euros, however much it is relative, relative to the income that you've got and mm-hmm. um, you know it's the same with if it's a weight goal or it really doesn't matter what it is can you take five percent more responsibility just now yeah
1: and that's where the power is and there's a couple of things in 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 that when you're talking about the event and response and i love that because we do we can control our response to to everything right how we mm-hmm. think about it mm-hmm. and um there's something that came to mind when you're we talking about that and that's um an acronym tlc right mm-hmm. uh take it or leave it or change it and I got that from Pat Slattery. I don't know yeah. if you know Pat. I know Pat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He used to be my yeah. my mentor, and I could hear the victim mentality in some of the stories that you were uh, sharing. Yeah. And um, when people give up, they just decide to give up, and that's when you're in the victim mentality. Yeah. So you're taking it. Sometimes we just need to walk away and just detach from it. And oh, then there's that. other times where we can change, and this is where we can change the perspective or change how we Absolutely. respond to it. Yeah. And in doing that, the responsibility and also. When you're talking, I love that. Take just take five because it seems
0: so small, it's but tiny. We're, but we're See, heading in the right things, even for your sleeping stuff, Joanne, that You do with your clients, and I mean, one of the things I highly recommend to people. I tell them your day starts the night before. Yes, it does. Yes. So it literally, and I have a lovely download on my website. It's called "Annihilate the Morning Monsters," and if anybody listening here, what's wants it called? Some tips: Annihilate your morning monsters. Okay. And one of the things you do is you start the evening before. So there's an example of taking 5% responsibility for your results. Yes. Yeah. And it's literally such a small thing. Just get your crap together the night before. Take 10 minutes, even in the kitchen. I never leave dirty dishes in my sink. I work top clear because when I arrive in the kitchen, I want to feel nice in the morning. Yes. Remember back to my emotional guidance. What can I do to promote that and feel good all the time? I just don't leave a mess around like that. Yeah,
1: yeah. And how you start, how you're
0: starting your morning. And that really sets you up for the day. And then Absolutely. it's a cycle. 100% because it saves all those awful incidences of being late. Because mm-hmm. that's another thing. If you're on time, you're late. Yeah. You need to be yeah. early. Yeah. 10 minutes leeway. I would yeah. to everybody, really take that on board. Now, Please that's something safe. I struggle with. Now, I have to
1: be honest, is timekeeping. Yeah. Yeah. Even though I could just be a minute or two late, and I was late coming on to this, everybody. (laughs) I've been vulnerable. (laughs) I'm not perfect. But uh, but yeah, it's something I really struggle with. It's timekeeping.
0: Yeah, I think it's, I'll tell you what I think really helps people. When you start talking about respect, time and respect are intertwined. So not only are you disrespecting the other person, but you're actually disrespecting yourself. It's very interesting when you delve deep into that. So, think about it that way. I mean, you know, if you love yourself, you will not be late.
1: Yes, yes, yes. You owe it to yourself to be on time and to, yeah, to show up.
0: And you owe it to everybody around you. 100%. Love and also, it reduces stress because if you're late and you're there and you're thinking, oh my God, I'm a couple of, even a couple of minutes late. There's an is element of shame as well, isn't there? Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, there is, you know, so it reduces anxiety and stress and all those things if you just get into that habit.
1: Imagine all those benefits, all those 100%, benefits.
0: percent. And another really huge one that I totally think everybody really needs to take on board, particularly Irish, I say, but I'm sure it's a global thing, is saying no. I have a huge big thing again, saying yes to no. Yeah, I love it. Absolutely love it. It's no, I can't. And if you find that difficult, there's a lovely way of getting around it. Let me have a think about that and I'll get back to you. This is the boundaries. This is boundaries as well. Yes, all intertwined. Boundaries are like my favorite subject. Like boundaries are just- when we are lacking. Um, I, I'm trying to find my nicely ruined stickery thing for my door. I, I see it over here. When I'm working and mm. I'm uh, in inspiration mode, it's come on in. But if I'm delving deep, it's do not disturb. And I have a little hanger for my door. Then I hang on, can you hold on one second? Yeah, you showed off the door here. One second.
1: Yeah, you showed me this the last time that we were speaking, or you were telling me about it, Roger. Yeah. Ah, brilliant.
0: True in progress. Do love not. Great, have... true. Love us. Come on. Like inspiration. Oh, love and it. This was around. I uh, use this because I needed to put a boundary around being interrupted in my office because I work from home. Totally. So in order to achieve that, this worked. I was putting a little stepladder thing in front of the door so people had to trip over it to get in. But they still just, people just managed to do that, you know, trip over it. I mean, I have an arrow above the the thing in the door pointing down to the notice. But it's mainly around family. So everybody knows now, like, you know, just don't go in because she's probably doing something that she you know it's such a simple boundary it's like mm-hmm. you know it's things like if I'm in the bathroom or say in our house and uh, people going off to different areas like if the door is closed we don't disturb each other but if the door is yeah. open we'll go in yeah so, so there's a the few really yeah. simple small things small yeah. steps tiny steps but you also teach people in your life to treat you with respect when you have boundaries
1: yes and you do get more respect when you have your boundaries hundred percent. and i found that um a couple of weekends ago i had uh people ringing me and messaging me and it was business related on a saturday and sunday and i have a young child and i value you talked about values earlier on and i value my time with my daughter yeah. and it's really important that i am being with her like i could be in her presence but i could be on the phone that is oh, not yeah. being with my no. daughter right yeah. and this is one we could talk about for hours i know but, I um i literally uh they contacted me, I was in the park actually, and I sent them back a voice message and I said, they asked me to go on my computer to find something for them. And I said, I don't do laptops at the weekend. Um, I'll get back to you on Monday. And I felt, no, I wasn't being a bitch, but I was, I had power in that. Yeah,
0: yeah.
1: And, and I felt, I felt it was received by the other person like, oh shit, yeah, it's actually sad. Like they, uh, this is what I believe the thought process was, that they were saying, shit yeah Saturday Sunday she's with her daughter I should leave her alone like that's her time you yeah. know because people forget people are on 24-7 yeah
0: this is a huge another boundary you see this is the thing when you stop work you stop work and I, I mean, absolutely I'm a massive advocate of this this business of I, I think I have saved more people in their businesses yeah. by creating a boundary around when they go to work and when they stop.
1: Yeah, Because if
0: you don't feel that you've finished, and this is, a, I think, the biggest mistake that entrepreneurs and solopreneurs and people that work in environments where they're on their own and they are more kind of flexible with hours and stuff, one of the biggest mistakes is not having a boundary around the time you finish. Yeah. yeah. If you're going out and working for somebody else, you close the door, you go home, and you know that you're not back to the next day, you're not thinking about work. And that, I think, is the hardest thing to do. Mm. But it's really important. You can't be on your phone the whole time. Yes. Yes. I just don't do it anymore. Even social media in the evenings and stuff. And I used to be very much into Twitter and Twitter hours and stuff like that. And I just find it very irritating. It riles me up for the night. So I just don't do it. Yes. Impacts on my sleep. I know I don't feel the same. It's a different vibe. Yes. um, I think people need to sit down and examine every aspect of what they're doing. And makes yeah. it particularly common into the evening time.
1: And just touching on the technology as well, I talk a lot about that. And I have a pet hate, I have a really big pet hate with technology. Technology is wonderful, it is, it's brilliant. Mm-hmm. But I feel personally that, and I talk a lot about this in relation to sleep and uh, addictive behavior talk a lot about addictive behavior right and you know when we talk about you know we think of um substance use when, when we talk about addiction mm-hmm. and simon Sinek, um there's many videos he has out there he says that you know there's an age limit on drinking alcohol smoking and all of that kind mm-hmm. and gambling right 21 but the neural pathway response to dopamine effect which is um that seeking reward uh, neurotransmitter it's exactly the same when we're scrolling through facebook yeah. right and all of this, the, the pinging and the notifications and the noises. Yeah. And our children. My daughter is 11 years of age. Every single child in her classroom has a mobile phone except for her and one other boy. Now, I think that is just it's mad. astronomical. You know, like what that's doing. When you think that there's an age limit, on smoking and drinking yeah. alcohol, all of this. And it's the same neural pathway and our kids have this, they've access to this. So it's just something to keep in mind. It's really, you know, it's really about having the boundaries, putting the boundaries in place, as you say, because 100%. it can take over us. So we want to have control over that rather than, rather than the technology having control over,
0: over us. So that's a very big... I think so. Uh, I absolutely do. But uh, yeah, yeah, I think that anybody who's really serious about changing their lives you'd have to look at absolutely everything with my work i tend to work on the whole areas of your life like your finances your relationships your yeah. health and well-being and also contribution to community because again back to my um feelings how do we feel um, and yeah. which is a really important thing to check in with and um, you feel amazing when you contribute to your community if as a volunteer And, you know, it's just a beautiful feeling. So um, what I find uh, with most people, they are really strong in one or two areas. So it might be work is great. Maybe health and fitness, not so great. Maybe relationships, not so great. Maybe community work is very good. Some people overdo the community work, spend the whole time volunteering, which Mm. is okay. It's not so balanced. And it might sound great, but it's not necessarily the best thing to be doing. Uh, relationships is the one where people wonder that if their relationships are not so successful. But it's the amount of effort that we put into them. Are we nurturing our relationships? You know, are we nurturing our relationships with our siblings, with our parents, with our, you know, cousins and family and friends and yeah. all of that is yeah. hugely important. And again, the boundaries then around that. So for me, I think um, the first step for anybody is having a look at where are you right now? I think you have to start there and you have to be really brutally honest and say, Jesus, this is shy. Like I do not contribute at all to relationships. For an example, when I had my business, work was 10 out of 10. There was nothing anywhere else.
1: And that's probably all that you were thinking about.
0: finance was good of course it was work was great I loved like I was absolutely um just in love with my job I adored hospitality I loved it it was like going on stage it was just amazing I loved it and I know I was good at it and financially it was amazing everything else was just yeah you know there was no everything else really and truly if we were to be perfectly honest I'm just trying to
1: It's the same where you are in one area of your life or how you're being in one area of your life because that's how you're being. So that's what's going out there in all the other areas as well.
0: Like we do this kind of thing here. I have a nice wheel of life here. So, you know, you have everything like to to consider. What about personal? Like what do we do for ourselves? I think this is really another thing as well that most people forget to do other stuff like, you know, self-development, all of that. Like what inspiring books do you read? What do you do for fun? what do you do for fun like I rediscovered like, my absolute passion for tennis which I adore and I play in a club now and we play in little tournaments and I absolutely love it like I go off and I do that a few times a week I didn't have time for any of this before yeah 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 yeah, now yeah I just yeah. make time it's there and I'm not going to change it for anybody
1: and it I think that it. when when you enjoy doing something when you um so, so when you enjoy something like your tennis, you're taking a break, you're taking a rest from the mundane stuff, right? And you're having a bit of fun or whatever, but it's a form of rest, if you like. And I believe that this really fills us up and actually energizes us, even though we're physically doing something, yeah. but when we're doing something that we love, it actually energizes us, okay? And then we're more effective and more productive in you know being the mommy cook the dinner or um yeah. doing the if you're, if you're an entrepreneur you know you're doing a speaking event or whatever we've more energy and we get things we're more productive and we get things done quicker Um, when when we take rests or breaks or do things that we enjoy doing so yeah again, 100% that's...
0: Joanne yeah I agree and also I find because you're concentrating on the game you're not concerning yourself with other stuff yeah you're not worrying so you're yes. working even things like you know playing chess Playing games that just take your mind off. There's loads of board games and things. And I think they're great crack to introduce in here. You know, we would be very much into that here. We've lots of board games and everyone enjoys certain ones and we don't enjoy other ones. But still, it takes your mind off all the other stuff.
1: Yeah, it does. I think that's
0: what's important.
1: We've a great game. I played it. Was it last night the night before I played it with my daughter? And it's a piece of paper. You know, have you ever heard of the game Where's Wally? What's the game like, whereas one of the... I'm excited, but I haven't kind of
0: engaged yet in it,
1: yeah. Well, this game is, it's like detective game and it's something like along the lines of Where's Wally? And it's a big, huge, like it's an A1 sheet of paper and it's loads of tiny little drawings of people mm-hmm. and you get clues and all of this. But it's brilliant, like, and I mainly have spent hours doing this. Just, where mm-hmm. you're present, you see, you're
0: present. You're present, 100%. When you're playing yeah, game. absolutely. And you're also creating memories, like if we're talking yeah. about with your children, like you're creating yeah. memories. Like, you know, I am so, I feel really honoured and so privileged But I had the opportunity to create those amazing memories with my children. My kids are now 22. They're twins. twins. But we still do stuff we used to do, like, you know, when they were only small. Like We get into the bed to hop on top of each other and watch a movie still. And, you know, it's gorgeous. But it's the looking back and the reminiscing and the talking. It's just lovely. It's all about that as well. And it
1: creates the emotions. And that's why when we have emotions, that's why it bonds down to the memory. Um, awesome. When we have those, that's yeah. where the fun is really, really important. I'm bringing that childlike energy back out, you know, like not giving a shite.
0: Yeah, <laughs> exactly, 100%. Yeah, absolutely. I love you, it.
1: You have a favorite quote, change doesn't happen by chance, it happens by change.
0: Absolutely, 100%. I think that um, you mentioned at the beginning of the talk that you were going to ask me something at the end. So that is what I want to talk about. Ah, That, for me, is everything. I mean, if you're not willing to change something, don't complain. Uh Don't bother. Don't whinge. Don't complain. Because nothing will change if you don't change. And it doesn't happen by chance. There's a process. There's a plan. There's a decision, first of all, that has to be made. A recognition that you want to change something. That yeah. is hugely important. And this and is where it's, it's commitment,
1: you know. The success principle of taking responsibility comes into that.
0: comes into everything. I'll show you what I do. I have a fabulous online program that I created for people to go off and work on themselves. It's a really worthwhile investment. And at the beginning of it, I make people I don't make. I ask you to sign a, a contract. a contract to yourself. Lovely. so like, you're going to make a commitment you know and if it you know life doesn't happen by chance. Yeah. it does happen by change and you do have to change things and maybe things that you don't really want to change yeah, yeah. maybe things that you're doing that are not supportive that like you might enjoy them but they're not supportive why do we there's a why lot do we, of women we say for example at the moment um i read something over the weekend about Uh, It was actually to do with fatty livers, in fact, now I can remember. And they were talking about the number of people who come home from work. And because they're just so under pressure, they come in the door and have a glass of wine. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And it's lovely. And I deserve it because I've worked really hard all day. And then then let's have another one. And then it becomes five or six days of the week or seven days or whatever. And it's a problem. If you're doing something like that, that is an issue. So taking responsibility, first of all, it's recognizing that this is not a great idea. Let's go and get a nice sparkling water three evenings. I'll have the wine on one evening. You know, start somewhere and change. I find that's a big issue with a lot of women who are under severe pressure um you know trying to work trying to be the parent trying to pick up the kids just trying to do everything yeah there's a lot to be a great example um you know of and for another really good example is on the diet front which is a thing that you know we all want to lose a few pounds yeah there needs to be a change maybe on the shopping list when you go to the supermarket you know look in the press and see how many packets of biscuits are up there to tantalize and tempt you in the evening get rid of them yeah absolutely change change so that's what we talk about the change it's small little things and and actually Mm
1: -hmm. when you were talking about the five five percent take five percent more responsibility did I say the one percent rule there's a book about the one percent rule did I mention that I don't know if I did remind me that that. Mm -hmm. and yeah just doing one percent change every day and then by the end of the year you have 365 percent uh, difference, you know, that's yes. when you think about it like that, and keeping it small because it's manageable it's small. and doable. Yeah, and a size.
0: That's absolutely hundred percent the way to go.
1: Um, there's a there's a quote um that I wrote down. Uh, where is it? Yeah, having a dream is important. So we talk about visualizing, right? Right, that's really yeah. important. But a dream without action. So yeah. we need the action. A
0: yeah. dream without 100%. action is just a wish. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, absolutely. This is the thing. This is why you need to look. It's really clear, simple. First of all, you need to make a decision that something's going to change. So you have to look and say, I'm not putting up with this any longer. And the next bit then is to analyze where you are right now. And that means digging deep and being really honest. Yeah. The yeah. next one then is you have to decide what would you like? Yeah. And somewhere between the what would you like and where are you now? There's a thing called a gap. Yeah. And I create with my clients a thing called a gap map. Yeah, and then from that gap map it's very overwhelming to look at the, di- the distance between these two points so we break it down oh yeah step by step little by little bit by bit we get there we can't change the whole wheel in a month it doesn't happen that way it took you years to create all the habits and stuff so it's a process and it's a time thing and it's an investment in you being a you know, we have to tell you, you are the most important person in the world.
1: You and really so many are. people don't even realize what they want. A lot of people, Chocolate. they're mm. doing things in life, right? They're, um, they're doing things in life based on what the people in the family want them to do or whatever. So they actually yeah. don't know what it is they want. So they don't, don't even know their values, back to people's values, what, what it is that's important to them as an individual, yeah. you know? Most of the time it's about given to the person to make the other person happy because if he's happy I'm happy and this is yeah. a terrible attitude you know because we're forgetting about ourselves would you agree with
0: that? 100% and even down yeah. to I suppose going back to when you do your leaving cert here in Ireland or I'm sure whatever it's time to do in other countries and um, people make decisions around their career based on what their family want them to yeah. do which yeah. is really you know that's the beginning of it I suppose and then they go into careers that they don't even like So, um, and it's hard because to give you an example, my my own daughter, uh, she graduated from a new university. She's going down the music road with her career. Now, that's hard because it's not a real job. Somebody said recently, you know, what are you going to do? What's your backup plan? Yeah. She said, my backup plan. If I have a backup plan, I don't believe in my own ability to succeed.
1: That's another success principle.
0: Believe in yourself. Yeah, 100%. So, you know, if you have a backup plan, you definitely don't believe. Yeah. So um, I think that everybody needs to explore what their dream would be. Even, it doesn't matter what age you are, you can change. I have seen people in their 60s go do stuff that they never thought was possible. I help people think way beyond what they ever thought was possible and do know what? it's all just a mindset
1: i think women over 40 um is when you know we talk about the midlife crisis and, and it's when mm-hmm. we get to that point we go hold on we look back in our life what did i do for the last 40 years and it's when we get this realization and we yeah. suddenly realize what's you know our life is you know we've only so many years that well we're still, we're still young but um you know that that's when people start to really look at their life and what they want to do to have success and you mentioned you know about success people can get to you know they can be a millionaire and all of this and people think that's successful mm-hmm. but they're miserable and lonely that's not yeah. successful life and yeah. they've pursued this career because their mother or father wants them and their mother and father are proud of them or whatever but they are not they're not happy
0: um, and and that's the whole point I think that you're trying to make I think so yeah I mean if you go back to what I said at the very beginning about your emotional guidance system you cannot go wrong with your life if you checking with your in, inner self and see how are you feeling, that is going to guide you. Yeah. Because number one, if you go off and do a job that you don't like, you will not do it very well. You're going to be miserable yourself. You'll be really stressed out. And, um, you know, you'll begin to dread getting up in the morning. You won't want to go to work. You will go, you probably won't be very nice to interact with. I see it all the time in different, um, you know, services that I um avail of you know be it going to shops or you know going into restaurants or going to doctor surgeries dentists etc 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 you can tell the people who are doing their jobs that absolutely love them and you can also tell the ones who don't
1: yes it's oh, quite 100%. obvious
0: so i suppose i'm very tuned into that so i'm always on the lookout and you know you can tell by how they greet you and treat you um yeah. You know? And you
1: really should have fun and you really should be, I hate that word should, but you know when people are enjoying their work and they're happy and they're full of life, that's how you know, um, that's, that's the one uh, indicator that people are really enjoying their work.
0: Yeah, I suppose to go a little deeper than that as well, even from an employer point of view, if you're doing your selection process effectively, you will choose the people who actually fit your organisation because you know exactly what you're looking for. So it goes a little deeper than just, know what I'm saying so this is where um the you know from the top down it's really important that whoever is in the job of um picking the employees and stuff has an understanding of this kind of thing and have the right people working with them who are in love with their job because some people take jobs for money that's the bottom line it's like it's all about the money 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 yeah yeah yeah, I mean they forget about the misery because it will catch up with you eventually if you don't like doing everything.
1: And you need to be able to work with people and have that relatedness with people as well. And, you know, in corporations or big businesses
0: or well, even small businesses, just teams, you know, you need to be able to relate and work with. hundred percent. And know who to put with who. And that's another day's work, I suppose. There is another thing, Joanne, actually, that I would like to, I suppose, mention as well. And this yes. is about the people we hang out with. Yes. Yeah. Massively important, and again, I send people off to really be honest and consider this. Okay, so there's certain people in our lives that we say, you know, we have to tolerate, and that's family members. And I I think we do to a certain (laughs) extent. Yeah, we 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 we. um, Yeah, I can relate to that. (laughs) Yeah. So what I do is I ask people (laughs) to take a piece of paper and write down everybody they interact with, and beside their name, they either get a plus or a minus and if they kind of don't really annoy you too much and don't bring you a ton of joy you can leave them a kind of blank so they can float around you but if there's minuses beside them like you need to do something about those people Yeah. yeah 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 and mainly um I find that um when you make a decision around this kind of thing so here's now back to Tolerating bullshit from people, allowing people to walk all over you because you didn't set the boundaries. You're saying yes all the time. It often happens with um, grandparents. Actually, do this all the time. They keep saying yes, yeah, okay, I'll mind the kids, but they don't really want to, and they're like, oh my god, yeah, crazy. Um, You know, there's lots of um, situations where we say yes. Maybe saying yes to going into parents or older, and you know, you get into this habit of having to go every evening at a certain time and. Then you're going mad. You're thinking, oh, my God, instead of setting a boundary and say, look, I'll go in three days and this is what I do. And then everyone knows what's happening and there's no stress and there's no strength. So exactly. it's speaking up. So this exercise for all the people listening to the podcast, get your sheet of paper out and write those names on it. Yeah, it's it's and powerful.
1: I've done that. I've, I've done that type of exercise. And I found for me, Joe, that. The people that I don't like being around are the ones who complain an awful lot and they see no possibility in things they talk about all the reasons why you shouldn't do something yeah so yeah. I, I I remember there was somebody it was something about hanging curtains and I said stop telling me why I can't do it. just tell me the possibility tell me what's possible
0: yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's
1: just where 100%. I went with the conversation you know yeah and um yeah and I think possibly you know believing in possibilities is another uh success principle it really is um yeah it really is a big one you know living in the world of possibilities listen joe I could talk to you for ages
0: I know <laughs> I'm but loving
1: it too, let me tell yeah. you. Great. So, really enjoy it. So there's really just so 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 much to to cover, I took a few things off your website. Think big, take action, no excuses. We're great for making excuses. Excuses 100%. is every reason why we shouldn't yeah. do it. Again, back to the yes. possibilities, yeah. you know, we'll look at what's yeah. possible yes. Um, and the benefits of what I'll get, you know, when I achieve this, you know, so all these yeah. exercises that we can do. And two things that I wrote down that are very empowering, That I, I found what you said, is to ask yourself, how am I feeling? And maybe journal on that. How am I feeling? Because we don't 100% ask 100%. ourselves that or connect yeah. with that. And then the other one is, what do I want? Yeah.
0: Yeah, that is a massive thing, really. And it's yeah. hard to discover. So I talk to people about experience the buffet of life. Go and try things out. It's like food. You know, if you sat and had bacon and cabbage all your life, how would you know what it was like to have an Italian <laughs> meal or, you know, an Indian curry or, you know what I mean? So experience it all, guys. Go yeah. try out stuff. Explore See, and discover. You know, and then yeah. you discover what you don't like. How many so want it? Like that. You know, what do you want? What do you not want? Sometimes okay. it's easier to go at it from that point of view. I don't want this. And we're very and, good at that, actually. Yeah, yeah. Counteract that then with what you want. So yeah. if you don't want this, what yeah. do you want?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Beautiful. I love it. And I think it's a really, really very powerful question that we can ask ourselves because I really find myself with my own clients that they don't really know what they want. Yeah. You know, they pussyfoot around and, well, maybe, and, you know, maybe is not certain. Maybe is yeah. uncertain, you know. Sometimes and um,
0: overwhelm causes us to not even be able to think straight. So it's a process you have to just go and ask. I, uh, on my program, um, I have a lot of question, sheets of questions that really starts to make you delve deep and pulls the information out of you. Love it. Love it. Love you love it. know.
1: Yeah. Because mm. we do have the answers, Joe. Yeah, we would, they are, they're, they're just, there. Absolutely. Yeah. And that's why we need a coach to ask us the right questions to really empower us and get us to think because we don't ask ourselves the right questions. And that's really what it boils down to. We we do have the answers. We do know what we we like. It's there inside of us. We just need to access that and then activate it again and yeah. get into action and think positively and. Um, you know move forward all the time and by taking action taking responsibility is believing in ourselves that's a huge
0: one yeah a hundred percent and I think the other one which is um, you know we all fall off the wagon come on it just happens it's being forgiving towards yourself and you know picking up the baton the next morning and off you go again it's not beat yourself up for three weeks because one little thing didn't go well so it's learning to be compassionate towards yourself I think it's huge
1: yeah, and, and kind being kind to yourself. That's something yeah. I really live by, yeah. you know, and really acknowledging yourself when you do achieve something in your life, you know, even if it's something small, you know. I I always acknowledge myself after doing these podcast interviews. So I'm gonna go <laughs> off now later on and have a mocha yes, I'm but... always my... like <laughs>
0: I did
1: it. <laughs> Honestly, like you know. It's just something so small, but it keeps me going and keeps me filled up. And I'm going, you know what, Jamal, you're doing a great job there, you know, yeah, and give yourself exactly. a pat on the back. And that's and yeah. it's just small, you know. But listen, um, Joe, tell us um, the name of your course, your program, how people can work with you. To do you do one to one? Just tell us a little bit before we wrap okay. up. Okay.
0: So the first place to go is go to joeflood.com. Really nice and simple. It's joflood.com. My program is called Rise Up License to Sewer. Oh, the was... online program, it's 149 euros wow. and you also get a call with me. So we have a 30 page workbook. You have an online program and a call with me for 149 euros. Brilliant. Brilliant. Because I want to share this with the world. Everybody needs to make, it'll get you started, it'll get you going and it'll make you definitely change your mind about, you know, where you are now uh, and make you look at where you want to go. Um, I'm on LinkedIn. Again, my name is very easy, Joe Flood. You'll find me if you Google up that, you'll find me. It's joeflood.com. And that's the program. You can also work on me one-on-one if you want to. I do three-month programs. I do six-month programs. And I do 12-month programs. And you just hop on a call, have a chat. And, you know, we tailor the program to suit where you're at and what you need. Oh, I, but I show people how to grow their business and make a hell of a lot of money. Um, after spending definitely six months. I think people need at least six months working with me quite intensely and I've shown people how to grow their business to full practices
1: wow.
0: in, in the space of 12 months.
1: Yeah that's great I really think you know everybody needs especially if you're in business and an entrepreneur to have a coach Um, you know the accountability is huge we can just get lost so easy and you know it's about keeping you back uh, keeping you on track And we do have the evidence. And
0: I also think, even in life, I think that we are coming around to this way of thinking here in Ireland. And it's certainly the way of thinking in the states. And pretty much everybody over there has a coach, and I think it's huge. I have a coach myself, always. Yeah, Yeah, I do too. Always in communities. And the reason that I do is because we need somebody outside of our family and our friends and all of that that we can really be honest and open and talk to. Oh
1: yeah, absolutely. absolutely and they can see things that we can't and, oh, uh, and that's it. yeah yeah and it's the same like it's but I can see stuff in other people and that I and and they can see stuff in me that I can't see in myself it's just mad but anyway that's how we are as human beings listen Joe, <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna wrap it up and say thank okay. you so much Joe, If if you if I just want to I know you've given us some great nuggets you've given us loads of great nuggets but if I can ask you for maybe one of your favorite ones Um, that you can leave us to empower people to go off today now an empowering thought or maybe a little exercise that they can do
0: I think the number one is the change doesn't happen by chance it happens by change something has to change I would say to people who are watching or listening to the podcast go and ask yourself what do I want yeah take the sheet of paper out and you will struggle to write down what you want then make the list of what you don't want. That is the key thing. Start writing that list down. This is what I don't want this. I don't want this. And on the other end of the page, write down what you do want. At least that would give you some clarity. Make a decision to invest in yourself. That's what I say. Whether it's with me or with somebody else, it doesn't matter. Invest in you. You deserve it.
1: Yeah. Oh, you are God. worth
0: it. You absolutely 100%. You owe it to yourself, actually. Yes. Yes, you and really that's, do. Mm. Yeah. There's lots of other things, Joanne. I suppose I would say that one of the very first steps for me was appreciating mm. what I already had. I never really appreciated everything in my life. I have a gorgeous house. Mm. I have two beautiful children. I am healthy. I have my health. And, um, you know, I live in an area of incredible beauty. I have beautiful walks on my doorstep. You know, I have absolutely everything and I never fully appreciated that. You know, I have my mom who's alive and, you know, I have gorgeous family, beautiful brothers. I've nurtured relationships when I started to actually realize how lucky I am. and All the great things I have. So that might be another thing to start doing before you even start asking yourself, what do I want? Maybe you need to go deep and say, Jesus Let me really acknowledge what I have instead of whinging about what you don't have.
1: Oh, completely. And I do gratitude first thing in the morning when I wake up because it really sets me up for the day. And then I also practice it at nighttime when I go to bed because it relieves, it it raises me up, my energy. So I'm not going to bed with worries, do you know what I mean? And I'm going to sleep. And that's something I do tell my clients as well. So gratitude is is yeah, I think
0: so. And also, Joanne, it links back because I've mentioned this probably every five or 10 minutes in this podcast. (laughs) Uh, Emotional (laughs) guidance. So if you are experiencing a beautiful feeling of being grateful, you're going to feel good as well. So we're going to be trying to focus on how you feel. Think about that as well.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And it, and it creates a safe environment for any other kind of feelings to pop as well. Oh my God, I've got to stop talking. Super. Okay. Lovely. <laughs> Thank you so much, Joe. And you Thank is, um, you. fantastic day. All right. Take care. Bye. Bye. Thank you. I do hope you are enjoying these conversations and to help me continue putting these videos and audio podcasts together. I do have an ask. I do need support to help me to keep bringing you knowledge and insights. There is a Patreon link, patreon.com forward slash empowering family health, or you can make a donation via PayPal. All the links are in the description and the pinned comment. You can do a one-off or you can do a monthly support. So I'd really appreciate that. Thank you and have a wonderful day. Take care.